What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut comes to you from Weston Cigars inside the main lounge. The main lounge. I'm Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. This is Kevin. Yeah, we, uh, our internet sucks. We all know that. We've had issues. So I'm trying something new. So we're going to see how many times we can get the door pulled open uh, tonight. And so far, we're at one off off air. Well, you didn't technically open it. No, well. <laughs> That's because it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> he jiggled the handle. You're right. So right, and I'm sitting. It's like, in, it's like we're in a bathroom in yes. Vegas. And for the people who are from this shop and know this shop and all that kind of stuff, I'm sitting in the worst chair in the shop. Yep, um, I'm, you are. <laughs> so I think that's the third one we've gone through in that corner. I'm sitting in it Big is. Dog's chair. That is actually the first location that I ever sat in in this shop. Really? Wow. Yep. Nice. I think Aaron gave that. Or not Aaron, but uh, Brandon gave that seat up and Paula sat here and it was the first. And I think these were the two seats that were in the shop at the time when I came in here, <laughs> which is why Brandon had to give it up. I, my first chair was, I mean, it wasn't that recl- that Barca lounge or whatever it is, but it was that corner one by the drinks. Okay. Because. Because those were occupied because, when we were here. So. No, no, no. It was this one right here because Joe was in that one and JT was in that one. So I sat right there. Okay. That's when he was like, "No, this is great audio." You like that? No, you guys know. <laughs> this is so, wonderful for a podcast. Right, we could touch the mic while doing it, which would have made it better. Um, but yeah, we're in the corner by the yeah. windows. Steve has complained about the temperature already. Um, this is uh, when I got to get my hoodie. Got to get my hoodie. Um, this is uh, originally one of the two seating areas that were here before the, even the members' lounge really was uh-huh. the yeah. place we sat. Um, and this was uh, this is the, the area not around the TV. It's For weird. those who've yeah. been to West End Lounge, we are in the non-members part of it currently. Yeah, in the non-TV area. I don't and, know if we've ever. I guess we have shot a, a show one time in this when there was literally nothing in here back during the heart of the pandemic, and we were doing all the renovations. We sat during right, the vid, like, right yep. in the middle of the right in the middle of our. Uh, the floor, I guess, pretty much. We just We're cross-legged. Shit. Yeah, we, we sat cross-legged <laughs> and uh, we chanted. I remember that yeah, one little, very little, well. Little kumbaya. kumbaya. <laughs> we did. It was sweet. Hello. It was sweet. <laughs> <sighs> what are we smoking tonight, guys? Um, we're smoking cigars. We are. We are doing. Oh, we are the uh, the August Platinum LCC box. Yes. Um, I am. I am actually going off off key. Normally, I'm actually smoking the center cigar. The the expensive. One, I'm doing the Byron 19th century. It's either Pomas or Pomus. It's one of the punk ass. <laughs> it's one of those two. <laughs> I am smoking that Palm one. Ass. So can you Palm read ass. mine as well? Because I do not have a card and couldn't read it even yes. if I did. Because yeah. it was in really small print and I have bad eyes. Yeah. yeah. So this one is a medium uh, Ecuadorian wrapper, undisclosed binder, undisclosed filler, and Nicaraguan filler. And you confess to us, even though I've smoked... Never bought a Byron intentionally. Yes. Probably this is, smoked 15 of them. This is my very first Byron I've ever had after being a member for three plus years, I guess. Yeah. Byron's and Byron are nice. has come a lot in these boxes. Yeah. I've never, ever smoked a Byron before wow. because, as everybody knows, I have a problem. So, <laughs> two, two things before we continue on that I've been pimped about on the duos uh-huh. podcast. First <laughs> is Mike pointed out to me that someone my age, Mm-hmm. And intellect should have come up with Hannah Barbera. Yes, is a great duo. And I told him I didn't realize that that was a duo. I thought that was one person. 
Right. Which is why you brought it up to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so for the record, I was aware why he was discussing with me and not you. Yeah. Um, and what and, was the other? Uh, and you and unsmoked cigars. Yes. And uh, I got some, I guess, some news back or whatever. Um, John, this is directed towards Steve, says you have to try the peanut, the, uh, the, uh, the potato chip Reese's. That they're good? Yeah, he said that they're awesome. I'll Reese's, give him a try. Reese's is his is Tacoma, his John? Yep. Okay. So you have to... And he's doing well, because I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was sitting, um, you know, because he had the heart cath a little bit after I did, doing mm-hmm. well. I, I'm assuming so. Well, John, really, would you me do me the favor? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because um, I meant to ask you off mic, so I apologize about that, uh, John. But... Uh, Please message Aaron and I and let me know. Yeah. Reassure me that you're doing okay, because I assumed if you're not, that we would have heard about that as well. But um, And I would like to say, John, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have to do anything, but I will try that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so can we can we, can we we make that the poll of the week? Is Steve a grown-ass man? Oh, have- I'm soft white bread, remember? <laughs> soft white bread. So since I realized the entire podcast audience is not on the Steve Aaron Mark text string, I get a text, um, I believe Monday morning, after yeah. we recorded on Sunday night with a uncrustable peanut butter and jelly mm-hmm. grape, yep. um, a picture, um, and I said, a legend is made. Um, soft I mean, white bread. I mean, I will totally vouch for Steve. Uncrustables are the jam. <clears throat> they're amazing. Okay. They're they're great. And uh, soft white bread is the greatest nickname ever. <laughs> That's the thing with nicknames. Like, you don't get to choose your own. You don't own. get to choose no, them. never. Right. So, never. like, I, no, I had a I had a friend back in Springfield, seriously, 30 years ago, and he kept trying to choose his nickname. He was frustrated Ugh, because no. I got a nickname from my T-shirt because I have Big Dog's T-shirt, and mm-hmm. they fell quickly into calling me Big Dog um, because they were all afraid that I'd pound the fuck out of them. Um, and <laughs> and because it because it fit and uh, and whatever and he kept trying he wanted to be Italian sign because it's short <clears throat> and <laughs> uh, he was afraid of what we'd come up with and um, and rightfully so right because mm-hmm. most of the nicknames are not flattering are not flattering right yes. right so um, or and, kind right <laughs> but that's what friends are for dude I mean but so soft white bread <laughs> friends make fun of your insecurities and make that's a name right. out of them that's right. right right so and he the harder he worked at it um, and me <laughs> and another guy who were uh, Joe who were assigned the, the job of nickname uh, captains right because every group has a nickname captain. I, this is new to me. I didn't right. know that. Okay, well, that's because you've never been assigned the role. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the more he tried, the more Joe and I uh, laid into it. conspired uh. quietly to come up with what eventually was one of the meanest nicknames ever, <laughs> which I will not share online uh, because uh, maybe Todd listens, and I, I don't want to give him PTSD. So I just got back from a... a weekend with my college buddies my fraternity brothers that we go every year um to the river and and go on a float trip and i'm a planner i've always been that way when we go on a trip i i end up planning everything because i can't stand for it to just be thrown together and then everybody bitch complain when it's not done right so i just plan everything so in college i got the nickname because this was like early on when gps's had had just kind of started hitting your phones and i had it on my phone we took a, a road trip and so i had the gps 
And so instead of Tom Tom, it became Steve Steve. Steve Steve. <laughs> nice. Um, and so, so still to this day, they call me Steve Steve. Yeah, we had a Frangay Bach because he uh, he had big ears like the Frangay, and he loved uh, hangling on everything. And and then we had a guy who might have had a drug problem, and he uh, he uh, <coughs> he might have gotten a reference to to <laughs> cocaine in his nicknames. So. Uh, snow, snow, <laughs> no, it was worse than that. I'm not. We're not that generous. Snow. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. <laughs> right. Anybody else, okay. want, anybody else want to say what they're smoking? So I don't know what I'm smoking. I'm smoking a Sinistro. You're going to have to help me. Oh, okay. So you're smoking the Sinistro Habana Vieja, Vieja, Vieja Lancero. I remember we did this one not too long ago because I wanted to say Viaje and it was not right. So I remember this from something. How does yep. it look like Viaje? Because you just because you just kind of read fast and it just like those. It's it's Viaje. You got to flip word. the E into A. Yeah, it's just it's just there. <laughs> Um, Steve, you got a card, don't you? Yeah. Yep, I do. Um, is that all you're going to say about his cigar? Oh yeah, and Mark's is uh, medium uh, Nicaraguan wrapper. I'm I'm a pro. Um, HVA binder. I don't know what that is. Oh, Havana. <laughs> Havana. <laughs> and then a Nicaraguan filler Dominican binder. It's kind of like we, is this a cigar podcast? Oh my God, what are we doing? It's kind of like a couple months ago. I didn't know what UND state, what country UND was, yeah, and we, I was like, oh, that's undisclosed. <laughs> undisclosed. <laughs> I thought one of the most interesting things. Go ahead, Steve. You tell me what you're smoking. Oh Lord! All right, so I'm smoking the Luxury Cigar Club SNBN Robusto, which stands for "Shall Not Be Named." It's a medium-bodied Ecuadorian wrapper, Dominican binder and filler, um, and it's pretty good so far. Good start, Kevin. And I am smoking the Agonorsa Leaf. And a Rosario Maduro in Toro size. One of my is a medium plus profile with a Nicaragua Puro. Um, it's it's really good. I think Aaron will like this. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've smoked that one before. I do like that one. And then the one we are not smoking, uh, which I couldn't talk Mark into doing, is the Platinum Nova Batch <laughs> Nicaraguan Robusto. Everybody who has listened to the show from the very beginning knows about uh, why I'm not smoking. Yeah. Why he's not smoking Nova. <laughs> right. Go back to one of the early shows where <laughs> right. we do these. So you act like you don't pick on me. But then <laughs> we keep hammering something. I thought one of the most interesting parts of the uh, podcast a couple of weeks ago was when we talked about why they sometimes don't disclose rep the leaf because yeah. there is a there's a, a request from the from the yeah. somebody up the up the supply chain that says, please don't disclose this, that it's not just why I want to protect my blend. And, um, I thought John said that. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever that I was, that, mm -hmm. that was something that I didn't think of where he said, I've been asked not to disclose that. And I thought, well, that's yeah. So, I mean, it was one of those yeah. things that made me think about you not knowing what undisclosed. Well, and that, and that was the first time I've heard, I've heard it laid out in that yeah. way no, it where like, it's proprietary huh. blend. And doing it for just that, so that was I was yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, but I I made me think about the now. whole undisclosed thing in a different way. He was, for the record, if you haven't listened to that podcast, mm -hmm. wow, there was like so much stuff I learned yeah. in that podcast. That was a great so I was show. like, just like wow. So okay, I, yeah, like I listened I felt, to his uh, oh, the persons of interest, the newest one. It was with uh, uh, Joey. It was Joey. Joey something. It was about a uh, coffee bar. Joey roaster bar. 
and all about coffee. And I was like, I'm just now getting into coffee. And I was like, holy shit, this is really good. So I, I texted him. I was like, hey, just listen to your show. It was cool. And then I gave him like a production like point of view because they have music laying under really quietly underneath all the audio while they're talking. And I was like, and just from a production production standpoint, that's a nice touch. Okay. So well, it was just, huh. yeah. <clears throat> so it had like a very like NPR feel and just, so I've been listening to a ton of NPR. They are, um, that's always a little too much for me when they have the music. Cause then yeah. I think that they're going to commercial. And so then I switch away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. You should know NPR doesn't have commercials. Right. But I switch away cause I listen to Bloomberg <laughs> primarily. So, um, so yeah, <clears throat> um, this cigar, um, I, for the record, on the Sinistro, because they have, I've not ever had a Sinistro. No, that you love was, Sinistro. That was average. Yeah. Like, I've never had one that was like average. Was it the, what's the one you try to get me on? The Mr. Green? The Mr. Green from a Candela. Yeah. Banger. Cowboy. <clears throat> the last Cowboy. Yeah. Banger. The ones with the rope mm. around it, mm-hmm. bangers, just bangers. All that's a scallows. The yeah. scallows. Yeah. Just never yeah. had one that was average. Just yeah. all it's good stuff. All super good. And tasty. Yeah. Like them, burns well. The last cowboys, though. Yeah. The band on the last cowboy, I don't know exactly quite how they got away <laughs> with, because I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you if I showed you the I got. I've, a, I've seen it before. The sticker, yeah, because it is a dead fucking ringer for Greg Altman. It's not like <laughs> sort of like that's Greg Altman. It's like oh, that looks kind of like Greg Altman. See, I thought I thought it kind of looked like uh, who's no. the uh, Tennessee whiskey guy? Oh, Chris, Chris Stapleton? Stapleton. No, it is a it is a picture of Greg Altman. Oh. <laughs> it's a picture of him. Because like I have a I have a sticker that I got because I might have bought a box, and I I look at that sticker every time and I think wow. How Greg, is the Greg Greg, Allman, Greg Allman like the nut? No, Greg Allman as in the Doobie Brothers. What? Oh, Allman. what did you just say? I thought you said like Greg Allman. Allman. <laughs> what? Like, and you oh. look at it and you think, Can we? Ha- oh my gosh! <laughs> Are you serious, Aaron? <laughs> I thought he said Greg oh, Allman. Right, Not Allman, like the guy who sings "Between the Moon and New York City." <laughs> No, I mean I know who I know who the Allman Brothers are. Fucking with you. That's I went and saw, I, I, I saw Warren Hayes. I know Warren so. Hayes, one of the great guitar players of all time. Yeah. So you you got the right genre. Yeah. Um, no, he. It, it's not like um, I'll bring in the sticker and I'll show Steve. Okay. And it's it's not like fucking around like eighty percent close. It's like a picture of Greg Allman. It's like that Pam thing. Like <laughs> corporate wants you to like pick which one is. Like different, like they're the same thing. <laughs> the same thing. I have a sticker like that's on top of my humidor, not stuck, but it's, st- and you just look every time. It's great. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what to do. It's not, yeah, it's, it's like the Pam thing. It's like, yeah. it's the same damn picture. It's from an album. I'll ask, I'll ask Coleman next time I see him. <laughs> Cause it's not, it's not close. It's the same picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I didn't, you know, the the pictures on the Lars Teton stuff is are all pictures of him. Yes, on the what? Lars Teton pictures cigars. Of or you, pictures of what, Kevin? Or well, pictures of uh, like his work, basically. Whether it's him or uh, someone inspired of his inspiration, but he drew all those um, 
So he um, drew pictures of himself. Large what? Large teat? Yeah. Lars? Taint. No. Lars. <laughs> oh my god. I am having a, I'm having large taints. I am having Oh my god. I'm having issues tonight, y'all. You don't know who Lars Teeton is? Taints. You've never had a Lars Teeton cigar? We're staring at you, Aaron. I'm look I'm I'm Googling. Maybe he has a large taint cigar. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm not gonna oh, comment gosh. on that because <laughs> So supposedly the uh, extraordinary Larry from Acid is named after him, right? Because he was originally from there, right? Yeah, him and Jonathan Drew they kind of started yeah. what became Acid Cigars. Oh, those no, I've never had that once before. Yeah, they're not. You had good. to uh, when you guys come to uh, to the Martinez shop. He actually used to come here a lot, and he drew a picture of with him. Uh, Jesus and Jesus' father, yep. just giant mural in the back of the shop. He was a big part of that that artistic bent that him and Jonathan Drew started. I mean, that was, that yeah. was a big part of the vibe. And Lars had a cigar line early on that was even funkier than the Drew Estate stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of his cigars. He's a nice guy. Um, yes. you know, he's an interesting cat, kind of like Jonathan. They're both yeah. a little different from yep. what we're used to down here, but both great, great people, you know? Mm. Um, but I just don't like his cigars. I don't think they're very good. I've not had one that I would say, yeah, I'll smoke that again. I agree with all of that. He's super cool, dude. He's a, he's a New York city cat. Yeah. And, um, just, he would, uh, stand out in Little Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I would enjoy, as I have when I've met him, yeah, oh, yeah. I would enjoy hanging out with him because he would be... Oh, he's super interesting. Super interesting. So, Kevin, you just went to a concert, right? I had to thank and curse at Aaron at the same time. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's get the bad stuff out of the way. Why Why? Why did you curse on me? Who did you see, first of all, when we start there? Since well, we all know. <laughs> I went to a Dance Gavin Dance concert. The Gavin it Dance. Was <laughs> Dan- I think Gavin danced a little. <laughs> no, it, the concert was awesome. Uh, cursing him out because I have another addiction in music, like a whole new music genre. Mm-hmm. Just, and that genre but, uh, is it, Swancore. Swancore? It is. Yeah. Th- yeah what does these, that mean? These names. <laughs> so Swancore is the the lead guitarist for Dance Gavin Dance. His name is Will Swan, and he has a very distinct sound. He also owns Blue Swan Records, where a lot of bands that kind of sound like Dance Gavin Dance, like Royal Coda, who also played, and a bunch of other bands that kind of they have that same post hardcore, but like a higher riff guitar, more. Like, uh, like very poppy. Yeah. It's very poppy, uppity. It's like summer got core. Got a good beat to it. Easy core, stuff like that. But they all kind of sound the same, but it's called swan core. I regret asking that question. So, sorry. I, I regret yeah. you asking that question as well. <laughs> so, we're clear on the regret front. So, it's like pop country. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But without the country? Minus the country? <laughs> but with more screaming. More. Honestly, um, so it's, it's more like bluesy, soulful, bluesy, pop, soulful. You can't, bluesy use, you can't use the same <laughs> word twice. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so. So this was your first time seeing probably the mo- all the bands, correct? Yes. Yeah. So let let's how how was it? Because I've seen them. I've seen. Oh, I haven't seen Royal Coda, but I have seen Dance Give a Dance three times, I think, and um, Kurt Tra- Kurt uh, Kurt Travis. Where is that? Yeah. Anyways, the lead singer of Royal Coda used to be a member. Mm-hmm. Used to be the the lyricist for Dance Give a Dance. So I've seen them before. For the as well. first, Kerr is like the first or the second album. It was he was for the second and third. Lyricist, second and third lyricist. Is it's it the, the lead one? singer. So they got it's a, the clean vocalist. He was the clean. He's the clean vocalist. So it started off with go. with. Uh, with Why do you call it a lyricist and not the lead singer? Because there's an because unclean there's, vocalist. There's two, there's two singers, two vocalists. I'm going to give you a piece of advice. There's always more than one vocalist. Well, not always. <laughs> no, always. there's two lead vocalists in. Uh, well, no, well, I, and lyricists. In Swan vocalists. Okay, Swan, so they're both Swan. lead technically. Yeah, they're both lead. But also, oh, okay. I see, one is clean and one is unclean because he doesn't wash. Well, also, I say lyricist because he's the one that that writes the lyrics. Okay. Because the other so, person doesn't actually have lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So how how was how was the show? It looked it looked fucking awesome. Um it was a workout first of all. <laughs> um the the whole so we had GA entrance. It was a small little venue. I, I showed Aaron like a little snippet of the whole place. It was really cool. Uh, it's like his instead of giant arenas. Oh yeah, it definitely looked like my type of venue. So there's the next next time if they ever come back. I'm definitely going to buy balcony seats. Uh, but yeah, we were in the GA and eventually the whole floor became a pit in one way or another. Yeah. So it was it, it became a of a it became a workout, very physical. Did you get punched? <laughs> concert. No. <laughs> we we were me and my friend were trying to just not get in the way. <laughs> So did yeah. you, did you you, it was, it was, you bought a record too, didn't you? Yes, I so bought you, there. So you uh, had to like you had to protect the record during the show. So we were right towards the uh in the right in the middle, like towards the back middle, there's the the the, the sound, sound booth, booth yeah. and uh the light guy. So I had we were standing right by that. So one of my hand is behind the gates. Holding on to the record, <laughs> wow! So half of my body is there. This way, if I'm being pushed, uh-huh. the record is still safe. <laughs> Good idea. So you can wait to buy those things until after the show. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the stuff yeah. doesn't sell out, though. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't, didn't think really calculate that one. Well, I mean, it's not like Eric Church uh, concert posters. That stuff sells out. Does, does records sell out at Dance Gavin Dance stuff? Uh, I mean, the the two times I've gone, the stuff, yeah, because they only allot so much so for much. each show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Like, like, I, I, like I bought a record. Uh, I brought a, a pre-release, a special print, and it sold out in five minutes. Okay. So, yeah, they okay. sell out quick. Mm. I do not. I'm I just do glad. Not, do, do not mean to disrespect the dance, Kevin dance fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they had a huge following because I got – I got out of work at uh, so the concert was supposedly starts at six thirty. 
I got out of work at 3.30 and I thought I was, you know, I was being early, being being a good little boy. By the time I got to the theater, which was, which took me about half an hour, around four o'clock, there was already a line like halfway down the block. So you I emo guys. Basically <laughs> you guys will make good country <laughs> fans some days. We show out. You show out. Yeah. No, that's good country fans yeah. right there. Yeah. But it was and a good show. I'm kind of happy that it was a great show. Um, I'm still trying to kind of unpack every now and then, you know, just going back to the videos I recorded and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that not a lot of people bought two XL shirts because when Aaron texted me what shirt he wanted, I already finished purchasing mine mm-hmm. on my going on my way to the show floor already. <laughs> you, you don't. I was like, me. I'll take a chance. Yeah, he sent me a picture. He, I was like, hey, can you? I was like, if I send you some money, can you give me a shirt? Because they only have like special shirts for their tour. And he's like, yeah. So he sent me a picture and like I zoomed in on. It. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. It's like, oh, I want this one and this one. I was like, two X. Hopefully they got it. And, so not not many fat boy uh, dance Kevin dance fans. <laughs> you didn't expect me to pass on that, did you? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, there's me uh, for sure. One, there's a, so, there's at least a group of one, probably yeah, there, two or three. There, there is a group of one, but uh, cool. But no, there was I got That's one awesome. of those and a, a royal coda shirt. So awesome. it's like I can't wait to wear them. There is, as I will say, no matter who the band is. There is nothing like live music. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's my sure. thing. Like we like the venues here are getting better, but like the mm-hmm. one thing I always did was I would buy a shirt from every band that played, no matter if they're like great or not, because I just like band shirts and I love black shirts and every band has a black shirt. So that's that was my thing. And so you buy a shirt <clears throat> even if you didn't like the band? He's yeah. got a very nice. No, because, because most of the times they're smaller guy, they're smaller like sure. bands, and they but just if they suck. That shirt's gonna be nothing. Yeah, but you know, but but it helps them go on the road and like yeah, somebody else. Yeah. Cool. Get better. I mean, you yeah. Do, yeah, get better. Yeah, you do your you, thing. Yeah, you do you, boo. <laughs> this is this is how I tithe. I I, I, I tithe. <laughs> I I mean, Paula. I'm happy to say that all three bands that were that played were. Good. were actually pretty amazing good i'm happy to say that in general i I don't recall a lot of bands where i didn't like Mm -hmm. at least something they did like i'm not gonna go to somebody just to like not that that i don't care for it's just one of those things you gotta go to cadillac three with us here in like a month or two i do plan on going to that one so that's a november tickets for that we do we need and so i i would go ahead and say we need the balcony we need the balcony 100 percent We'll have to see if they're available or not. Yep, we need to. I'll Kevin, take. you need to fly down to Little Rock, go to Cadillac 3 with us. Because they tear it up. So, I was, oh, you know what's funny? I was actually, Kinda. I was watching Ooh. a video from them because they have a song called The South. Yeah? Yeah. They mention every southern state except Arkansas. I know. So, is Arkansas not in the South con- con- considered to Cadillac 3? So, well, the funny part is the lead vocalist actually <laughs> lived lyricist, here. The lead lyricist. The, the lyricist. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get the <laughs> vernacular wrong. Um, he lived in Little Rock for several years. You motherfuckers, let me just tell you. Yep, he did live in Little Rock. Is, so is that the north first time, for him? the uh, the first time Stephen, he's from Tennessee, so mm-hmm. it's not north for him. Um, uh, the first time Steve and I saw them, they opened with it, mm-hmm. and they closed with it. Mm-hmm. Booking, booking, mm-hmm. same yeah, song. because that song live with a bunch of rednecks. Oh my gosh, is like. 
is like off the hook. Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's not fucking around. That's yeah. not fucking around play. It's like everybody's like going crazy. Because so, that's it's kind of like Southern Rock yeah. Rednecks. So yeah. I've only seen one concert where the the band opened and closed with the same song. Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. And they was, don't do that. No. <laughs> it was it was so weird. Breaky breaky heart. This was like 2000. It's like 2000, 2001. Uh, it was three doors down, and they played Superman oh, four times yeah. in the concert. <laughs> he, Jeez, I think. Well, first of all, they played for a lot of a lot of time that night, and they. I think they just they opened with it, and then they read the reaction of the room, yeah, and was, then they closed with it. It's like a, it was good. It's like Blues Brothers, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, <laughs> but they played for it. They played for a ton of time that night. Raw, yeah. Rawhide, Rawhide, <laughs> Rawhide. <laughs> Yeah, right. we we play both kinds of music, country and western. Right. Yeah. Well, I I told this story off offline, but I'll tell it online. On musical related notes, uh, Paula made me bid on the smoke box that mm-hmm. I was following on the Eric George band auction site, and I won that. So, oh yeah, is there a place I can see this? Like, is there a place I can? I thought I texted you guys. But. Um, I didn't know. Must have texted your other podcast friends. <laughs> I have several <laughs> podcast friends. <laughs> Like, Kevin, did you get the picture? Because I didn't get the picture. <laughs> okay. I don't think I was on that chat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, how many How many chats do we have between, like... All of us? Like, how many group chats do you think you're involved in? Way too many. Like, it's so many. So many. Way too many. Let's. You want to do a count for this week to see how many unread texts I have? I, I bet 175, <laughs> and I bet you it's gone up 25 from last week because he right. told us 150. All right, we're going to do prices right rules. If you go over, you lose. You're at 175. I'm going to go uh, 163. 163, Kevin. What? <laughs> how many unread texts? Say one. Say one. <laughs> how many unread texts do I have? Oh, fuck. Uh... 199. Steve is the closest. He said 163. Hot dog. I have 168. Woo! I. I have 169 because Mark just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to do is send this six more times. <laughs> uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, it looks like burnt wood. Yep. That's, that's burnt oak and everything. Yep. Let's go. Cool. Hey, it's only, it's only 620 bucks here. That's not what I paid. <laughs> <laughs> so she texted me 30 minutes before because it's autographed and personalized. So there was only 250 yeah. of them ever made. Oh. Um, 250 ever made or 300 ever made, 200 ever made. And they sold out immediately. They're 500 and some bucks. And she comes out. What's a, what's a smoke box? You're gonna make yeah, me, is it you're gonna make me describe in front of my mother what a smoke box is? like a like a stash box a stash box. <laughs> yes, that would yeah, be factually there correct. We go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and so she Noted. bid on a guitar that was autographed and personalized that had his picture on it from the album, of which there were 500 made. Mm-hmm. She lost it for 2,700 bucks, so she was disappointed. Oh my God, I and I I had been looking at this smoke box, which I had wanted when it was like 550 bucks, but I got a, I got. It went too fast. They sold yeah. immediately on the website because they were only offered to fan clubs. And how many of they? Like a thousand? <clears throat> no, there was a couple hundred of them. Oh, okay. Um, it was like on fan day. And so, and then she comes out and said, well, are you going to bid on the smoke box? And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and she goes, well, you should, because I just lost the guitar, which I don't see how those two points connect. But yeah. 
story of my life. And so she, she like points, pu- pushes me. And I said, okay, five minutes left. I'll bid 1250. And she said, okay, but you'll probably lose. Cause there'll somebody will outbid you. Afterwards. Oh yeah. It comes in, swoops in with five seconds left to go. <laughs> and I said, and- yeah, but I don't care. Cause I'm bidding and it'll be whatever. And I just, I understand how this works. So I bid. And then she 20 minutes later comes and tells me I want it. So I've never done an online au- auction before. I've done a bunch. I've done this one on charity. I actually bid one time because they had four tickets to Eric Church side stage. You got to meet him mm. any concert you want, and you were like side stage, whatever. And like I bid like three hours before $13,000. Jesus. And it went for, you want to guess over under how much it went for? Because I knew I wouldn't win. Uh, you you bid thirteen thousand. I bid thirteen thousand. Uh, with three hours left, forty two. Christ, you're close, Steve. You want to guess? Yeah, it's got to be yeah thirty eight, thirty nine, probably seventy five thousand dollars. Holy crap! It's kind of like what? the uh, the LFD well, stuff. Have you seen tickets? what the other two have gone for? I have not seen what the other two went for. Uh, Ninety and eighty nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would not that I wouldn't like the LFD <clears throat> cigars. Um, but I'd prefer to stand side stage at an Eric Church concert. <laughs> do you, how do you think the sound would be? Like, I think it'd be shitty. Yeah. I think it'd be reverb like, that's why they all have to wear the... Well, then, tri- and they have monitors and but stuff. But you get to... And, oh, was, yeah. I mean, you, he'd look at you it. and smile and just right. like yeah. throw a guitar at you or whatever. Yeah. And, and you get to meet him. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's like my guy. Well, I've, I've done a few, like, like, a few small shows, like, our, you know, our buddy drew who we've had on he's in a band and stuff like i go to his shows and like i'd run up on stage and swan dive into the crowd and stuff like that and <laughs> how bad do you think people are regretting being in the crowd when aaron comes flying out oh what's funny is like like drew's a big dude he's <laughs> six four he's a big guy oh no and so we went and saw under oath uh, and dance gavin dance just a couple of years ago and uh he gets up there because he's nice. he's a vocalist and he has a good roar and uh and uh Spencer from Under Oath knows who he is because they've played together and stuff. So he grabs a mic, does a thing, and then he dives in the crowd, and I see the seas just part. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I got it. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, I was kind of like, nope, you're on your own on that one. Like I kind of sidestepped too. Like, nah, you're a big. He's huge. You're a big dude. You're a hockey player. Like I ain't no fucking way. Like I'm your size. I ain't catching you. Right. But it's just funny. Like no, I've been there where I've. Dove and just like, ah, fuck it. Because you're not that big. I give you a hard time about it, but you're not 6'4". <laughs> no, I'm 6'1", six, 282. I mean, that's right. still, that's that's, not tiny. that's big. But, uh, you know, swan diving off of a, a thing, it's yep. it's fun <laughs> until you get, like, racked in the nuts. And <laughs> So you're going to say you're against getting racked in the nuts. I'm, well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll just we'll write you down as maybe. <laughs> How's everybody's cigar? <laughs> so mine is delicious. Um, you're going to find this hard to believe that I like a Sinistro. I know. Surprise, surprise. Especially since you smoked that one before. <clears throat> um, I think I have. Yeah. Uh, I know you have. <laughs> okay. Have you, how are you liking the Byron? I'm, at, it's, it's, I'm, it's, I'm liking it. Um, it's complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of wish I'm not smoking it now, honestly. If you want my honest opinion, because I'd like to actually sit down and enjoy enjoy and take notes and stuff like that um, because I, I'm not getting the full effect of what it is, especially since it is a $27 cigar. Um, but no, it is really good. It's toasty. Um, a little bit of like, um, it's a different spice. I can't put my finger on yet on the back end of it. 
but it's it is very nice. The construction is nice too because I dropped it and it is. <laughs> I was going to call you. Out on that. It's uh, and it held light, held lit yep. well, and uh, it didn't crack or anything. So, yep. kudos to hmm. United for that. United makes great cigars. I like they do. Even their even their just their their standard uh, Maduro, the one that has like the mm-hmm. Captain American shield on it. I love that, but the Atabe, love the Atabe. Um, but yeah, this is the first Byron I've ever had, and it's really good. I'm, I don't know who the dude on the wrapper is. I don't know if that's Byron himself, Lord Byron. Is it Lord Byron? I think so. Oh, okay. I don't know for sure, but I think it's <laughs> Lord Byron. Good. Maybe it's in the notes. Let me see. It might be in the notes. Yeah. Steve, how's your cigar? <laughs> Mine's good. It uh, it started off with kind of a weird note, but um, it's kind of grown on me a little bit. I haven't been able to put my finger on what it is yet. Okay. But uh, the retro hail is really interesting. It's not something I'm I'm used to. There's just a, a different kind of note in it that took me a little bit to get used to, but now I like it. Who made that cigar? Um. LCC exclusive, right? Uh, yeah, it's made in the uh, Tabacalera Diaz Cabrera. Okay. Kevin? Ooh. Oh, boy, just did a retro. Um, <laughs> I really like this cigar. Um, it started off kind of kind of unique, like dark, uh, what Doug was say, dirty chocolate almost, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with like tea leaves in the background and a little like cinnamon cinnamon or baking spice but now it's, uh i'm like half almost halfway it's getting more chocolatey or not chocolate but like the like cacao powder yeah. cacao no very like dark uh strong retro uh <laughs> very strong retro uh overall good though so that one is uh exclusively available for those who attended the uh, PCA at Vegas this year. The, uh, the Agnorsa that you're smoking. See me just blow through that word. So I didn't. Good job. Yeah. You did it good. <laughs> don't pause. Don't think about it. Yeah, don't That's think. right. Just say it. And then this, uh, this Byron. So I'm reading the, uh, the absolutely tiny uh, <laughs> words on this. Um, they age this for at least a year in an age room, then they transfer it to a special aging room facility with variable humidity that creates a one-of-a-kind aging process that spends three years there. So four years aging on this. So you can see why it is priced the way it is. Yeah. But it is smoth- smoking right. beautifully. The uh, I know where I, I can get two of those for you for $63. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so an inside joke. Um, Thank you. Uh, no worries. Um, all Byrons are like that. I agree with you. I'm not an Atabe fan. You know that. But those are well-made cigars. Yeah. It's just not my flavor profile. But I'm a United fan. And mm-hmm. those Maduro uh, Shield, yeah. those are so good yeah, for d- the price that's point. That's just a United one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the Firecracker. The Firecracker, good yeah. cigar. The Byrons are just complex and rich and uh, are, are really good cigars. And so... Um, I, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And I've so. seen, I've seen like the boxes that these come in. And I, th- I don't know if they all are hum- humidor boxes, but I know a lot of them are. And they just, I mean, it's a beautiful I think this constructed. Is, I think these the cigars way. fall under the faff category. Huh? Fancy as fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, I do. I do think they all have a fancy box. Yes. It's, it's good. Yep. I'm really surprised you didn't know that. 
I the, the yeah, the, you know all the other acronyms. You do. <laughs> like what other what other acronyms? Just all all of the other oil. ones. Oil, <laughs> oil. Well, I've never heard FAF though. I that's just, a, that's a new because I me. just made it. That's made it up. That's because you are. Oh God! <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Like, he's, he's going to take you on a date to Applebee's, Steve. <laughs> Applebee's, God, Applebee's is Applebee's is gross. It's a country music reference yeah. that that only Steve and I get. That's right. Me and Applebee's don't get along. Nobody okay. in Applebee's gets along. <laughs> it's true. That, I mean, it's. I will say, I have I have gone a few times where they have like dollar. Um, uh, apps. App, app, apps yeah, during happy hour and then like half drink appetizers and stuff like that. Ha- wait, half drink appetizers? Half no, drink like, appetizers. Like ha- you half get a half a drink? <laughs> you don't get the full drink? Half, half price. <laughs> half price drinks. They charge you full price? You give get you to share with drink. someone. <laughs> yeah, get to share. Yeah, like lady and tramp <laughs> me in the middle. Bartender makes the whole thing and dumps half of it in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of like the uh, the video that we watched the the other night up here when she was making the old fashioned. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't been to Applebee's in forever. That used to be the place we'd go after the tattoo shop because it was really yeah. the only place in Saline County open. to Fancy. get a bar. Well, and because Fancy like County, Applebee's you, on a date night. Well, and because Saline County used to be dry up until five six years ago. So, but you could go to yes. Applebee's because there was a special license and you pay like. 50 cents every year to be a member. Yeah, it's a private club and you membership. Get, and you get to drink then. Huh, so that was like the only place in... Oh. in I'll be honest. Um, there's a lot of the Southern rules that I still like look at and go. Fucking so that makes man. it okay. Like up north, it's like the riverboat casinos. And yeah. You just look at them and you yeah. just go, so it's morally okay to gamble on the water, but it's not if we're on land. Yeah. Well, it's like, well it, so there, did they have to be like... <laughs> Detached and out in the water before you for could a while. gamble. Yeah, for a while. When no, I was so young, down here, they just bolt them to the. They did, eventually the went to that. So, like, so Missouri. I don't. How's know it if, any different? I don't know if it's changed, but for Missouri, uh, in in Kansas City specifically, they had Samstown and they had a couple other ones where it had to be on the river, like built on the river. River had to touch. That's what the we're casino. talking about, right? But it didn't have to be like you didn't have to be like in the middle in, of the river, like the no, when they're first in Illinois. It had to actually be a boat, and then it had, you could only gamble oh, like when true, was, like a true riverboat gambling. Attached when it was sailing, oh, yeah, and then it? now, in like in St. Louis, That's, which is like in Missouri, it, it's, it's not like, like a, in Missouri, <laughs> right? Well, but like in Kansas City, which is in Kansas, um, it's um, it's a building that like you can see the river from. Yeah. Do you re- do you remember the old show? I think it was Ed and Eddie. It had Ed, uh, Ed and Eddie. No, 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 no. This is just I think it was just Ed and Eddie, but it had the uh, the son from the Cosby Show, and it had. Uh, the other comedian, Eddie. Theo? You talking about Theo? Yeah, yeah. Theo so Huxtable? Yeah, Theo. And it had <laughs> another uh, comedian called Eddie. But the show was based in Kansas City. So one episode, they wanted to, and they owned a bar together, but they wanted to open a casino. So he, he dug a trench from the river. All, all the way there. All the way to, <laughs> all the, way to the, used bar. To it, the one in St. Louis, you used to be able to only go on one side for two hours and then on the other side for two hours. <laughs> And it's like, it was like weird. And then eventually like. Well, like a siren and a light goes off. You got to switch sides. How does that <laughs> well, no, work? But if you were already on that side, you were fine. You could leave, but you could only enter on one side during that two hour period. And then, huh. and then at some point they determined that gambling was immoral, but we didn't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> so like you just walked in. It's yeah. It's just, it's just the weird. Well, like 50 cents suddenly now it's okay to drink. Like you just yeah. go. Yeah. I'm glad we. 
are okay with the rules. I'm just glad well, we have yeah, rules. So the very first, weird. yeah, the very first restaurant to bring in alcohol in Saline County was a, a Dizzy's uh, that is now downtown. Okay, but it was it started. I like out, that place. Yeah, it started out in Benton, um, and it was because they were they had like a, a stranglehold on the whole market. It was fifteen dollars every time to drink, like automatically add fifteen dollars to your bill wow. to, to get a membership card. And, they, huh. and then it just, you know, more. Even if you brought your membership card back? Yeah. Because it, every time you leave, every time you left, you were not a member anymore. membership. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it is um, it's just strange. Those things I always like go, wow, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like a day past a drink. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Well, it's like the cities that um, have outlawed indoor smoking in the the shops that are grandfathered in are the only ones that can do it. Yeah. And yep. they do the same thing with day pass into their lounge. I mean, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, in Springfield, people would ask me because, you know, when I owned cigars for, I was part owner of cigars for aficionados. Um, people would ask, do you, you know, and I said, I'm obviously mixed here because the fact that I'm grandfathered in is a, you, you just wrote me a $50,000 check. You yeah. just wrote me a yeah. huge check because yeah. whoever owns this, business now is grandfathered <clears throat> in and it's you just wrote me a huge check yeah and so it's 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 complex the but i mean if you suddenly ban smoking in that business you just caused irreparable harm to a business that's an ongoing is, entity yeah and you just open yourself up mm. to huge lawsuits so we suddenly yeah, for get sure. super super serious but um it's just you know where did the phrase grandfathered in come from I don't know. That's a good question. I, I hadn't thought really about where the where the turn of phrase came from, but it is a uh, definitely a phrase that we all know what it means. I'm going to look it up, and it's probably going to be like the <clears throat> most racist shit ever. Well, that would be surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. And then we'll have to cut all of this out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. A so, grandfather clause, also known as grandfather well, policy, grandfathering, or grandfathered in, is a provision in which an old rule continues to apply to some... I, I, well, we know that, but where the fuck did it get its name from? <laughs> I was right. wondering why you were reading that. I was <laughs> right. like, you so somebody, define it? Webster says... Right. I know like what a, the point is. I should have proofed like that. It's like a first me man speech. Yeah. What, what, which is, somebody always asks me what's twice on Sunday mean. I said, I don't know. So, I guess I have more time, so I can do it twice. Oh my God, it is racist as fuck. All right, so Kevin, we did a top five show last week. Do you have any candies that you like, you gravitate towards? What's your like, top candy? Yeah, we got to, you got to hear your candy. Cheese tray. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to bring a fucking tray, uh, cheese tray one day up here. Okay. It'll you be an appetizer. We'll, we'll eat it. As a charcuterie <laughs> board, not dessert. Ooh. All right. In no order, since I had no time to prepare for this, but my number one is Twix. Oh, that's oh, solid. Good solid. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I like um, left or right. Now, now oh, wait, I, was, I, was <laughs> I was thinking Kit Kat. Never mind. I like like Twix is good. Um, now Kit Kat, yes, except not American branded Kit Kat. I will specifically uh, Japanese Kit Kat. Oh yeah, they have I phenomenal Kit Kat. So why, okay, mm -hmm. so you've raised the. What is the difference between a Japanese Kit Kat? They have and different the, flavors. The flavors. So what is the flavor? Not even that. Okay. So, well, there, it is that, but the, I found out the reason why. So America, America, uh, Kit Kat in America is owned by Hershey. 
Okay. But in Japan, Kit Kat is owned by Nestle, which given more uh, power, more uh, to do different flavors, whereas Hershey just want the milk chocolate so, or the dark chocolate, you know, the standard. So, but I mean, so like, because one of the things I don't like about it is the, of the Kit Kats. You don't like you have to the, break it off? No, <laughs> is they have all the, like the mint. Get to share it. They have the, all the weird, the mint and mm-hmm. all the goofy flavors. I don't like any of those flavors. Those are all funky flavors. So like they like. What over, are the Japanese flavors that are good? Uh, raspberry is one. Let's see. There's had. like a, there's a strawberry yeah, cheesecake champagne. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really good. There's a green tea, green tea as well as a matcha, which is a mm-hmm. more earthier flavor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wasabi is re- what well, surprisingly is pretty good too. Wasabi. I haven't tried the wasabi one. Um. So authentic wasabi, like from the roots, mm-hmm. it's actually not spicy. The one we buy from the tube that we squeeze out, that's like, you know, man-made and things all, like that. All so that is, that, that, that's just horseradish and food coloring. That's all that is. The stuff base, over here. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, oh, and they Why also they lie to us about what wasabi one. is? What the heck? Because mm-hmm. we can't handle the truth. Uh, you know. I, because What's it's too expensive. That? It's too expensive, <laughs> honestly. But why would it not, actually, like, why would the they not flavor roots, it to taste like it? Then it would just be sweet, earthy, earthy, sweet. Well, why? Jam it's not wasabi then. <laughs> that yeah. makes no sense to me. Yeah. I like horseradish. I'm not. I like, do too. I'm not. I don't mean that. I'm just saying, why would they flavor it to taste different and call it the same thing? Cheaper. Okay. I still don't get it. So, it doesn't make sense. See. Did I give it two or three? Two. You gave, you gave two you gave so and Kit Kat. Twix and Kit Kat. Well, I, 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 I said Kit Kat because I was like, oh. I, I, I'm not even sure you said Kit Kat. No. I, yeah, I misheard him, and I just kind of threw that in there. Putting candy in his mouth, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I do like those, uh, the Kit Kat. Um, I really like pe- sour peach gummy. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, I heard. Uh, yes. There's a weird email or text exchange between Kevin and I one night that Kevin and I will not laugh about, but that's okay. <laughs> I must say, that was Joel's inside joke. I know. I'm out of the loop on that one. <laughs> I know. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, um, ooh, okay. This one's out, like, out, of the, out of the left field, and a lot of people probably don't know it. It's a Pakistani sweet called Chili Millie. So... Was it's it? like gum. It's a gummy candy that made with like some sort of chili pepper. So like sweet and spicy. Oh, I'd be all about that. And shaped like chili pepper too. Oh, I think I've seen up. those. Hmm. I don't think it's I've ever not, tried them. I think it's I've not seen overwhelming. Them. Yeah, it's not overwhelming, but it got it. It gives you a little kick to it. It's, it's nice. nice. That right. actually sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be all about that. Oh, last one. As a matter of fact, there is a last one. There's a crap. What's it called? So in Chinese, there's a bunny logo, like a milk candy. It's almost like, um, it's very similar to like condensed milk, but make it into a candy. Oh, okay. Huh. This is where I'm reminded that Kevin has seen more of the world than I am. <laughs> well, so like one that I wanted to put, but I didn't know if I would classify it as a candy, but I... Steve knows my love of them, but at the at the Asian market here, I always have to get like a package of the 
uh, chocolate mushrooms, but it's more of a cookie because it has like the biscuit with a, a mushroom yeah. cap of just pure chocolate. Like, okay. I love yeah, those. It's more of a cookie. But like, I I wouldn't count that as candy, but yeah, those are fucking. Mm. Well, I guess it, it's a cookie based candy. It See, would be. I consider that candy, I guess. So I guess that's the thing. Like, is cookie or co- cookies candy? Well, it's not like really a big cookie. cookie. No, it's. I mean, it's a nugget. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't. None of us listed cookies, right? No, no. That's a whole other show. That's a whole. Well, other no, show. you you listed oatmeal, oatmeal raisin. raisin. I love it. It's my favorite. So so cookies could have been. I guess so. Yeah. No, those are not candy. Did you not list it last week? No. Yeah, what is it? was not on no, my you, candy. No, it was chocolate covered raisins. About it. Yeah. 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 So I just sent you guys that the the bunny candy. I think I'm sure if you went to the Asian market, you'll you'll probably seen it. Seen those? Oh yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Really yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't send it to me, so I don't know. What? <laughs> yes, he did. I don't have it. Sure, you're in the you're in the chat. You are in the chat. Once you change the number, get I yeah. didn't get Mark's uh, stash box oh. either. Yeah, I've had I've I've seen that. I've never had it, but you I've probably seen got it. us blocked. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah, addicting. Yeah. These guys talk too much. Good luck. Did you get Kevin's email asking about the Craft 22s? Yes. Text message, yes. Yeah. Well, that's the one I replied to and Kevin did. That was one, that was one of the 168. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have red. Sorry. He just, he just, Sorry. Slapped, he just slapped me in the face with the mic. <laughs> yeah, with Josh as well. I got it. Yeah, two more replies. Apparently, I just sent a up. message. Test, test. I just got test. Huh? I wonder why I'm not getting your messages. Oh, be, be, you know why? I it's because is because Kevin is with me. He's Team Samsung. Oh my gosh! I'm not. Android baby. Mm-hmm. Team Android. I do have a software update. I need to. Oh yeah. There was a question I was thinking of earlier this week, but I didn't write it down. I don't remember what it was. So. Great podcast. All, the, all this is oh, all this so is while you're looking at the uh, that question, did you guys hear the news? Um, I think her name is Lilian or Ilion uh, Fuente. She's leaving Fuente. Yeah, yeah, Liliana. Yeah, that came out last week. Uh, Where's she going? She didn't say. She, she just, just said she's moving on she, to other things. Yeah, um, she's still involved with the the Fuente Foundation and the Charitable Cigar Family Foundation. Um. So she'll still be involved in some manner, just not as part of the Fuente Cigar Company anymore. So how many of the Fuente daughters After are there? 15 years. I don't know. What are there, four or five? So I knew there was, a, there was a handful of them. Do you know, Kevin? There are five of them? I don't know, but I at during PCA, I accidentally, un, well, unknowingly flirted with the younger daughter. Ooh, you better be careful. <laughs> and then when I saw she went to take a family group picture, I'm like, oh, shit. Did a little Irish exit afterwards. <laughs> Dude, the Irish exit, that's the way to go. <laughs> it's, either, it's either that or if I'm lucky enough, I'll be the next Pete Johnson. Who knows? Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, don't forget well, us when you only get, hope. Yeah, say don't forget us when you get when you get big. <laughs> Kevin, tell us what you think of your cigar now. You're starting to get to the last third there. 
Um, so it's really, it's still that like dark, dark cacao flavor, but getting creamier. So it's getting into the chocolatey round. Um, I feel like this is more medium than medium plus, but the dark flavor could kind of like make up for that little, little oomph. Uh, the spice, there's no spice on the palate, only on the retro. Uh, be very careful when you guys retro this. Uh, overall, I'm still loving this cigar. Yeah, so this whole box is just all mediums across the board, uh, and then a couple medium plus. But it's 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 all a medium, come on that that nova box. that nova is not medium plus. So I mean, just gotta throw it? that out there. <laughs> will the will the nova will the nova smoke? That's the main thing. Uh, where is it? Oh, okay. So mine, I'm kind of getting bored with the flavor, which is interesting to me. I didn't think I would, um, but it's almost like mm. there's too much of it, or like it's just um, is it single note? Yeah, it's just kind of a, the same the same note all the way through. hasn't hasn't changed much. Um, not that it's bad. I'm just I just wish it would get a little more something, whether that be a little more spice or or just a change in flavor note something. Um, so interesting turn on this last third here. Do you do you like a cigar that changes like three times, or do you like a well, it? Single just note? depends on the cigar and the note that you're getting. When it when it's it's such a unique <laughs> note, mm-hmm. and it's hard to put my finger on it. And it was it, like I said, it started off a little funky, and then I really started to like it, and then now it's like, if you had a flavor eh, wheel, could you pick it out? Maybe, yeah. Maybe <clears throat> just need one of those visual triggers. Yeah, and this Byron, I mean, it's good. It's, uh, um, it's, I don't want to use the word burnt. I guess more like, uh, charred bread is a lot of the flavor I'm getting on it now on this backside. Um, yeah, I picked it up a little bit on the second, <clears throat> but this third has definitely more of that. Um, but it's also like, it's really tanniny. Like, my mouth is a desert. It is dry. Yeah, this one's the same way. Very dry. Um, like, I don't mind that, but I'm just sucking down water, just trying to make my lips not stick together. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like a zipper. <laughs> that was my bottle I was trying to open. That's a little awkward. I know. <laughs> I feel like we've crossed some line that we probably shouldn't have crossed. Um, oh, we sorry. crossed that a long time ago. This is rich. Um, it is a Lance Arrow. It is be- burned beautifully. I had to relight it once early, but it was a really rough end of the um, foot. Yeah, loose loose foot. <clears throat> loose foot. Shaggy um, foot. Shaggy foot. Um, shaggy, um, one of the great rappers of all times. Um, shaggy was not a rapper. Shaggy was. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's like, it's a reggae artist. Yeah. I don't know if I'd consider that rapper okay um, he's the original mumble rap that's he's right mum- okay um <laughs> i've really enjoyed this cigar <clears throat> um it is probably the second or third time i've smoked it yeah. um not a lot of spice on it for me um might be because this is about my fourth cigar today mm. um and um it hasn't changed a lot but it is just solid throughout so and this is a really solid box price wise because this ends up being seventy two and a half. 
yep. uh, for everything, and it's fifty bucks. Wow. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that's a really. I mean, so that's. I mean, if you want to count it, that's almost like you're getting the Byron for free. Um, sure. With that, it's yeah. a yeah, good good quality box, and um, I will smoke the Nova because that's eventually. I, eventually, uh, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Mm. It's funny because so. So one of the new like channels somebody put up there was like show your setup or whatever, and I was like, yeah, here's mine. And then like <clears throat> like four days later, somebody said, why do you have that many cigars? You're not going to smoke it. I was like, we all know I have an issue. <laughs> right. I'm right. like, I, I admit to it. Right. It is what it is. What do you want me to do? That somebody was Tony, by the it way. It was. Yeah, it was Tony. I was... <laughs> <laughs> he call, he called me out on it, and I just owned it. That sounds like Tony. Yep. You know what we're getting up, we're getting to is we're getting to football season, which means cooler weather. Oh yeah, sitting outside smoking. Yep. Can't like, wait. Yes, I was watching foot- preseason this morning. Yeah, watching some of that stuff. You got, I think college starts this. I guess I think they have a week zero, so that starts this Saturday, I believe. Uh, high school for Arkansas at least starts Friday with the Salt Bowl, so it's going to be a little bittersweet. I'll listen to it. And I'll watch it, but I'm not calling it. So that's going to be starting with the salt bowl. That's interesting. <laughs> so the reason why is because Benton is in a different uh, class. Okay, makes sense. They're six A as opposed to Brian is seven A, and there was even talks um, of them just bowing out and not wanting to play anymore because they keep losing. Uh, they have lost <laughs> seventeen straight. Holy times. cow! To a smaller school. No, to, Brian's a bigger one. Oh, okay. So what's around. what's crazy is my first year playing was in '99 uh, for Bryant, and that was the first time in 15 years that Bryant beat Benton. So I wasn't used to the rivalry, but uh, for me, because we and that ended up being the last game of the year, so we were undefeated at the time, and Benton had lost a few games. I mean, I don't remember that was 23 years ago or whatever, <clears throat> but I had never seen a stadium that full before. So the year after that is when they moved it to the college stadium because they packed in 20,000 people into a high school stadium. And it was just a, yeah, it's a, a bunch. an absolute cluster. Um, and, I mean, and the attendance has gone down on the Benton side for the past few years, mainly just because well, yeah, when you lose it every year, <clears throat> when you're losing 17 years in a row, it gets a little, gets a little bad. Um, but I'm just glad they're still going to play it. Um, and it's going to be, it sucks. I'm not calling this year, but I'm a, I'm happy on a few things, like I'll have Friday nights available again. Um, but also, I don't have to travel because since Bryant is the four-time defending champion, they're having to go to Texas and Louisiana. So I am so glad. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of traveling. Man, yeah. I am not traveling. Probably northwest Arkansas as well. Uh, so we're going northwest and Jonesboro. So this year is a year of traveling, and I am quite happy I'm not doing this. So... So it'll be a big change. It will be a big change. So you'll see me up here on Fridays or wherever, or maybe work on my golf game a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did you practice this weekend while I was gone? Uh, no, I no. Man, <laughs> I, did, I gave you homework and you I didn't did even not, go do it. I just did not have any time. Uh, I mean, listen, there's money on the line now. There, I had no time. I had to edit on Tuesday. We had shop cleaning on Wednesday. Work Friday. Event. I mean, work Thursday. Event Friday. Yesterday I went and got my putter regripped. Um, I just didn't do it. No, nope. I know, I know. We're gonna lose the match because Aaron won't practice. <laughs> well, we're supposed to be playing Saturday against Doug and B. 
When did that happen? I didn't know about that. Oh, you weren't here Friday. Well, yeah. They just playing stuff without me. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! This is the match that like when you guys when, when Bra- Aaron went and uh, uh, Brandon were talking shit in the back. Yeah. So this is that. It's we're supposed to be playing. So the thing is, is you know how Brandon doesn't get up early. So we told him, I was like, yeah, we can tee off at like 8 o'clock. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll tee off at 3 o'clock so in the afternoon. Do, we'll have to tee off later. But we're, we're getting to better weather at least. So I, I, I don't think it's supposed to only get up to 95 a few times this week. <laughs> but uh, we, all, we also did raise uh, right at $400 Friday night uh, at the shop. So Awesome. Thanks to everybody who nice. did that. So that was, that was fun. So, yeah, if you guys want to donate... Um, you can go to, I think uh, your and my, yeah, it, uh, Instagram pages. The link is up there in the bio. It's in the bio. Goes to the GoFundMe and also at both shops. There's a little placard uh, with a QR Scan code. A QR code. Yep. And do all that. So uh, all that, all the money will go to uh, Children's Hospital. Yeah. Or, so I actually got a list. Um, so somebody that donated. He had just done it as well, and uh, so Children's Hospital actually has a list of toys that they're yeah. looking for. So I looked at that list, and I was like, oh, we're going to go fucking buck wild Oh yeah, with this. So, and, uh, and one thing I didn't really think about is they're looking for, like, stuff for parents as well, like toiletry items and shit Yeah, like that. I mean, that's, that's one thing. And I never would have thought of that if I didn't see that list. So Yeah, so um, when I was in, um, I don't know, probably ninth grade, um, we came up for a, a friend of mine. He had open heart surgery as a kid, and wow. his parents had to stay up here for like yeah. three or four months yeah. until they could get it figured out and and then have the surgery. So they're literally like living in these, you know, kind of small apartment hotel room kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so it's tough on the parents. I mean, you know, it's it's unimaginable on the kids, but you don't really think about the parents having to. Root, uh, uproot their entire lives and work and everything else and try to get up here and what time they do have away from work they're, they're spending in the hospital with that kid you know yep. yeah we've had a bunch of regulars that you know we got to know them because they were here because they had to be yeah, at, at, their kids at, were there at children's mm-hmm. and stuff like that so yeah looking forward to it um you know just i want to i haven't bought toys in a while i, I wish toys r us was still around unfortunately it's not but it it, it is in macy's that's where Toys R Us. You know, I told I told you a couple weeks ago, huh. like Toys R Us had opened back up. They're, they don't have a Macy's either. The closest Macy's is Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I'm not driving to Dallas for that. I'll drive to Dallas for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> if we go to Dallas, we're going to the Lego store. You know what? I mean, no. I was just saying, uh, Macy's sells toys. Yeah, so Toys R Us opened back up inside of Macy's. Okay. So, huh? You got a Macy's up there. You, you can go to Toys R Us. Scope it out. It's two, it's two two separate entity. What? So for us, yeah, for us, Macy is Macy. There's no, there's no Toys R Us or any toys in there. No, no, it's like it, it's it's new. Like it had just started. Like within yeah, the they, past past month, like to, Toys R Us is opening up in select in in Macy stores. Uh, I gotta check out the the flagship here, then. Yeah. 34 streets and it has like 10 floors crazy holy cow so how like you know yeah. since you're up there do you what's yeah. what's the uh what's it like on like thanksgiving day with the parade and stuff does it get crazy like can you maneuver around have you seen it oh yeah i mean 
I've never gone to the parade before because just it's, it's psychotic if you you know it's kind of suicidal a lot of people <laughs> will bring their own like chairs they'll be there they have like a prime spot like four or five a.m in the morning just wait there uh it, it's overcrowded that's crazy a lot of uh they block the whole street so like if you're driving you're shit out of luck if you're traveling, even subway, certain like station, they'll pass by. Uh, they 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 will not service certain station. Also, um, just yeah, you know, for us locals, it's just anytime when there's a parade, it's more of a headache than a celebration, really. So yeah. I just tend to kind of stay in until all the shenanigans, you know, kind of finishes. Um, the only parade I. Do like I do take part and like to take part again is the Halloween parade. Oh, what's that? It's so it's a every parade year. around Halloween. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You wear a costume and walk. Yeah, but they also it, uh, it's not a like an official Fifth Avenue, Sixth Avenue parade. They do it in the village, so it's just like there's bars everywhere. They blocked out like at least five to ten blocks. There, there's like somewhat, uh, you know, um, not floats, but like people dress up, they'll walk and and things like that. So it, it's really fun. Uh, it's, you know I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things to look at, and you don't have to really hold your. If you need to go to the bathroom, you don't really have to hold it. You could just <laughs> run into any one of the bars. Whereas if you go to Macy's Day Parade and whatnot. Or New Year's Eve and things like that. The restaurants are usually um, reservations only. If you don't have reservations, they won't even let you in. Wow. So you had to, yeah, you had to like find a porter potty or if they even set those up. If not, you're you're really screwed. So what what's worse as a local, New Year's Eve down there on Times Square or the or the parade? Um, uh, shit. <laughs> um i'll say parade because for a local we tend to avoid Times square in a general sense so we don't really go there unless you work there or have to pass by there anyway but when it's like regular parades like they block off other routes that's not in Times square usually you have to you know get somewhere like for me on thanksgiving I can't, it, it would be hard for me to even travel to Martinez because they're right next to it. Oh, really? So it's a bigger yeah. inconvenience. Yeah, I was saying a, a bigger footprint for for everything. Exactly. Yeah. We need it. You need to get, you need to get Dave and, and Jesus out there, get their own little float, make it look like a giant cigar or something. <laughs> yeah, that'll, I'm sure that'll go well. I mean, <laughs> You, and then yeah. and then they can re then that. they can recreate our original logo, you know. Of <laughs> Dave and riding the cigar, you're riding the cigar. I mean, just... So who do you want to have the big red beard, Jesus <laughs> or Dave? Jesus, you, do they make face merkins? I mean, that's what that would be. What merkin? You know what a merkin oh, is? Yeah, okay, I didn't realize what you were saying. <laughs> no, I understood what he was saying. I just. <laughs> Wasn't unsure. I wasn't sure why I was saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would think the parade would be worse because it stretches such a long distance. 
I mean, you have to block off yeah. a ton of area for that thing. I, I and love- then for New Year's, like the New Year's Eve, you know for a fact that if you're local, you're, you're not going to party in the middle. You know, you're not yeah. going nowhere yeah. near Times Square. So you're just avoiding that area altogether. So it's not really. Yeah. If you're smart about it, it doesn't really inconvenience you that at all. I mean, New Year's just, Eve is already yeah. amateur night in Europe. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty much hanging it home. I mean, we used to do, we used to do New Year's Eve, like go somewhere and stay all night. Like we'd go to St. Louis and stay at a casino all night and drink and then stay at the hotel and do whatever. New Year's Eve is already effed up anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's like. I, I haven't gone out on New Year's Eve. I guess the last time I went out was <clears throat> the year before. I met Mo, so I was still married to my ex-wife, but we weren't together, and I went out. So that's been, what, eight years seven, ago? Seven, eight years, I guess. Yeah. And Mo was saying you guys were together seven years? Yeah, our wedding anniversary is in two weeks, yep. so that's coming up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we did the casino thing for a lot of years. We'd go down to St. Louis like, and spend three or four days over New Year's Eve, and they throw a big party and you could eat and drink and gamble and yeah. smoke cigars. And it was all really nice. That would be fun. Cause it was, and then you so, didn't have to worry about anything but getting back to your room, not yeah. getting roofied by your wife. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's complicated, but still I can, I can, I can navigate those waters. You can find a way. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I took a picture of the last time so, I was out. I'm going to look to see when it was. So for a time being, um, I worked at a hotel in Times Square, like right oh. off, like right off the side, <sighs> but still in Times Square. That's rough. Yeah, for seven and a half years. So, whenever I had to work New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, they would print out like these passes for us, saying like we're employees for so and so property, so we could kind of get through the gates. Wow. Or else they, or else they, they will stop letting people through, like a certain exit or go on a certain street after after like 6, 7 p.m. Did you have to fight off people trying to come in and go to the bathroom in your bathrooms? Oh, we we don't let people come in to use our bathroom. Like we, by around that time, around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, we'll lock the door so you can only get access to it if you have key. a key card. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So we played it smart for the last couple of years. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I know, like, when they had Riverfest down here, downtown, they, I mean, that was the worst thing for the hotels and restaurants was people trying to come in and use the bathroom, and they started selling a pass mm-hmm. for, like, 15 bucks. You come in and use the bathroom all day. Wow. Um, and there's a limited number of those. Yeah, yeah that was a hot commodity. Well, yeah. people just kind of pass off, their, buy one pass and just pass it around. Yeah, I don't know how they did it. I don't know. I'm a guy, so I can pee anywhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, like if you're at the uh, the New Year's Eve party, like in Times Square, like if you're stuck, you're, if you're just in the middle. Like, you just got to pee. People wear diapers. Yeah, I mean that's just I, pack yeah. a urinal. That's they, disgusting. Pack one of those little. They wear adult urinals. diapers. Yeah. Your depends. <laughs> yeah, I would never. Ugh. No, I couldn't do that. 
so yeah so <laughs> if you guys are you know whenever you feel like being a tourist come down come on down <laughs> i'm not coming for new year's eve i can yeah, tell you that no. i am uh, i'm a limited big crowd if you don't have a, a big music artist with a vip section i'm probably out <laughs> so december 31st well, 2012 was the last time so 10 years ago yep yeah oh, wow. good picture of you you like that yeah kind of looks like uh, brent cobb so long hair uh short it's like beard. a emo uh album cover it yeah. does it's uh <laughs> you mean uh <clears throat> a country uh electric guitar yeah. <laughs> he keeps texting me and saying Country is just emo. Southern uh, emo. Southern emo. And I keep saying, country came first, dude. You don't get to name yourself. That's right. You don't You don't get to define a, a, a genre that came 50 years first. <laughs> yeah. So I found, a, sure. I found a guy. Um, his name is Alex something. I'll have to look him up. But he does um, like popular, like post-hardcore and punk songs and stuff like that. But he does them in different genres. And so he did a a hardcore song in country, and it really worked. So I need to I need to send that to you. Right, yeah. right, because you guys just put electric guitar to country music <laughs> once <No>. again. <laughs> Is Post just, Malone still doing the country album? Yeah, I'm supposed to release an album pretty soon. I heard. Uh, yeah, I thought it was coming pretty soon. Yeah, did too. Well, he, he's he's from Texas, ain't he? So yeah. So if that's the case, then emo is. It's punk just, out country then, right? It's just punk country. That's right. <laughs> right. And I, I said a bunch of other negative derogatory things on the text because I'm just going, you don't, like if you're like 15 years old and country music is, let's say, 75 years old, you don't get to define country music by your genre. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Just that's not the way that works. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I'm like, it's just not the way it works, but that's fine. Yeah, but I like saw that meme country. like seventy five times, and and seriously, every time I go, country music's older by like a lot. So no, <laughs> it's funny. Get the point, like that you guys are all like sad, just like country music people are, but they've been doing it longer. Yeah, a, a tear in my whatever emo. There's a drink. lot. Yeah, in your in your pink Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I wouldn't mind that. I would drink that over bourbon, honestly. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> just, bourbon tastes like fire. You do you, boo. Bourbon just tastes like fire. What are it's, you talking about? Yeah. Bourbon's just hot. No, no it's not. It's hot. I'm gonna <laughs> like, we're going to have to have a bourbon tasting one night where you can just try some really good, smooth bourbon. I don't can think we, you've had the then right Then we have bourbon. to record it like how we watch the video. We just, should. That would be great. <laughs> just like seven bourbons in. Yeah. Like like you're, you're hugging on me and I'm like, ah. What what bourbon does Aaron throw up on? <laughs> Three. Oh my! <laughs> I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's do it this weekend after our round of golf. Yeah. So get dehydrated first. <laughs> no, I I drink I drink plenty of uh, I drink plenty of like white claws on the on the golf course. Oh, of course white you do. claw. I mean, get out of here do. with that. <laughs> I got to get my seltzers, my hard seltzers on. Of course you do. And that's how I played good. I, I even told him, like the last time we played, I was like, "Man, I'm feeling I'm feeling good between like holes like 13 to 16." I was hitting well. I was like, "Maybe I just need to play with a buzz." The uh, the buzz curve, yeah, <laughs> sure. Except put, except uh, teeing up the ball, that was kind of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was gonna pass out. He's been over so long, he couldn't get the ball on the tee. <laughs> 
like, he's bent over like trying to get it to stand up and I'm like bro stand up for a second like just <laughs> take a second to breathe here <laughs> my, you're turning red I don't think that's the white claw kicking in my, my gut's in the way <laughs> just like <laughs> make it even white harder claw. oh gosh yeah. he's he's now proud that he's drinking white girl drinks but what what am I, I saying what am I saying okay it's exactly. water it's water it's hard water it's disgusting it's actually not white claw. The it's the malted Mount Doom. Yeah, it's that and the uh, the Sonic. It's the Sonic water that I, that I was drinking. I can't do seltzers. I just don't like the taste of them. The hard Mountain Dew is the bomb. Yeah. I'm hearing I'm hearing the Cole Swindell song in my in my head. Oh yeah, but uh, pretty red lips <laughs> drinking white claw in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. And now you're making kissing noises, making it fucking awkward uh, even more. Oh, yeah. Lord. Well, do you want to end this awkward show then? I do. Yep, let's do it. All right. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, be the good. Adios. Take care. Later.